0: Hello, everyone. This is Gianluca and welcome to Your Data Teacher podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about Ensemble Models. The next week, I'm going to give a webinar, a free webinar about Ensemble Models. So in this episode, I want to talk about them. Ensemble Models are a particular family of models in supervised machine learning. These models work this way. They are a set of models that work together to make a prediction. The idea is that if one model can make good predictions, maybe an ensemble a set of models can make better predictions. There are several types of ensemble models and they have been created for different reasons. The main idea is related to the Uh, so-called bias-variance trade-off. Bias-variance trade-off states that the prediction error uh, that a model uh, creates after its predictions is related to a term that is called bias. Particularly this term is uh, multiplied by itself, so it is the square value of uh, of this term and a term called variance. Bias is related on how much our model is wrong in, the, in a particular data set, particularly in the training data set, for example. Variance is related to the fluctuations that the predictions suffer after we apply a perturbation to the training data set. So if we create two different training data sets Starting from the same multivariate distribution we have two samples drawn from the same distribution but these two samples are different. Variance is related to how much our model is sensitive to the difference between two samples created from the same distribution. The great problem is that we have another term that is called the irreducible error that is a statistical error that we can't uh, remove. Ensemble models try to solve this problem uh, to reduce uh, either bias or variance or, if possible, both. There are uh, two main families uh, of models that work uh, this way. There are the begging models and the boosting models. Bagging is a technique in which we create several models, training them using a subset, both for the rows and for the columns, of the original training dataset. For for each uh, example of the training dataset, we build a model then we mix the predictions of these models for example using the mean value of the predictions if we work with a regression problem or using soft voting if we work with a classification problem begging is very useful to reduce variance because the mean value has a variance that is the standard error that decreases as long as the number of points increases. So, using bagging, we can reduce the variance part of the bias-variance trade-off. A very popular bagging algorithm is the Random Forest model, in which we have the bagging technique combined with the power of the decision trees. In Random Forest, we have a resampling with replacement when we create new samples of the training dataset and we create subsets of the columns, so we don't use all the columns all the time, but we create our random subsets all of the same number of columns. So imagine you have a training data set of 100 columns. You can create some examples of the training data set using, for example, 10 randomly chosen columns. Each data set has a different choice of the columns and of the rows but they all share the same number of columns and the same number of rows. Banging is very useful because it's very stable and reducing variance it makes our model more stable in the future. When we want to reduce bias we have to work with another technique that is called boosting. boosting. works in works in several ways but this is the most common way We train our model over the entire training dataset, then we calculate the prediction error we get, and we weight the records of the training dataset more if they have been wrongly classified for a classification problem, or if the root mean square error is high for a regression problem. This weighted training dataset becomes a new training dataset for a new model this new model will learn from the errors made by the previous model but it will make other errors as well so these errors will weight the training dataset more and we create another model and so on we create a sequence of models that learn from the errors of the previous models then we take all the models And the final prediction is the weighted average of the predictions of all the models. And the weight is proportional to the accuracy of that particular model. So the best models will have a higher weight than the low-performing models. Boosting is very popular because there is a very useful and nice implementation that is XGBoost. It has been uh, almost replaced in some projects by other implementations that are, for example, Light GBM or CatBoost. The idea is that boosting is very useful when we work with decision trees. All these Python libraries work with boosting and decision trees. Unlike bagging that can be easily parallelized because each model that is called a weak learner can be trained independently from the others, boosting is very difficult to parallelize because we have to create a sequence of models. That is why there are several implementations that try, for example, to exploit GPUs for uh, our model and to exploit all the hardware capabilities of... uh, the machine we are working with. So, bagging is very useful when you want to reduce the variance and boosting is very useful when you want to reduce bias. Ba- um, boosting, uh, unlike bagging, is very sensitive to um, overfitting. So, it is very important to tune the hyperparameters of uh, a boosting algorithm quite well. Both uh, algorithms, begging and boosting, use uh, a hyperparameter that is the number of models to use in the ensemble. So the number of models of the begging uh, procedure and the number of bundles in the sequence made by the boosting procedure. Then we have another hyperparameter for the begging algorithm, that is the number of features to select for each resample. This number can be a fraction of the total number of features of the entire training dataset. Boosting technique has another hyperparameter that is called the learning rate, and it is related to the weight we apply to the training records when they are wrongly classified or their predictions are wrong. A high number, a high value of the learning rate will produce overfitting because the model will try to overfit the training dataset trying to learn too much from the errors. A low value of the learning rate will switch the capabilities of boosting off. So there is a particular trade-off between the number of models and the learning rate. These are two hyperparameters that must be optimized. There are other uh, ensemble techniques, for example, the stacking technique that is very useful because uh, you mix uh, the predictions of uh, several models using a final model. But uh, the most common techniques are um, ensemble based and they are begging and boosting. Begging is less sensitive. With respect to overfitting, and it it's very useful when you want to reduce variance and you want a more stable model. Boosting is very useful when you want to reduce bias, but it is more sensitive to overfitting and it doesn't always reduce variance. So we have to take care about what kind of uh, model we are going to create. If uh, we create a model and we don't want to build this model again in the future, maybe we want to use a begging algorithm. If we want a very accurate model with a very low bias, we need boosting, but we must prepare to retrain the, that model in the future. So these are the ensemble models that I usually work with. I talk about them and other ensemble models in my course about uh, supervised machine learning, but uh, these are the models I'm going to talk about in my webinar, I'm going to talk about uh, even stacking and uh, other uh, ensemble models, but again, these are the most uh, used models. Remember that the most common algorithm for begging is random forest that mixes begging and decision trees. The most common algorithm for boosting is called gradient boosting and it is often used together with uh, decision trees. The most common implementations in Python are XGBoost, CatBoost, and uh, LightGBM. GBM stands for Gradient Boosting Machine. It is uh, related to the gradient boosting algorithm, and this is a particular way to implement the boosting algorithm as well. So thanks thanks for listening to this episode and don't forget to register to my upcoming webinar and to visit my website, yourdatateacher.com.